All right. Welcome back to Soul Brother number one of a kind and Malcolm, Malcolm Bevel of Love Life yes, of Asian Guy. There we go. <laughs> and uh, this is hashtag AfroSapioFile. And um, today we are compelled to talk about these Tanuki suit athletes and no, no, no athletes today, but uh, these entertainers. entertainers. Yeah, these Tanuki suit entertainers out there. Um, for those of not, um, you feel, feel them in, feel them in, uh, Malcolm. Feel them, feel them in. What's up, everybody? Malcolm Bevel, uh, known as the Band Hammer in Chief on the Love Life of an Asian Guy Facebook blog page. Uh, follow me on uh, Malcolm Bevel on my page. Enjoy the post. Enjoy all the randomness that is talking about real life issues as well as um, anime and uh, my Pandora. No, I'm just playing. Anyway. As many of Johnny's viewers know, uh, we have Metamucil Man and his cronies in office. And around the time before his inauguration and around the time of his inauguration, we had a lot of folks uh, with melanin, unfortunately, that decided that they wanted to meet with him. But it, it didn't turn out the way one would think it would have. There were folks such as uh, Steve Harvey, Chrisette Michelle, who performed for him at the inauguration. Kanye. Uh, Kanye West, Jim Brown, if I'm not mistaken. Everybody meeting with a man who ran his campaign on hatred. And you have a lot of these black folks now thinking that He's just this good guy out of nowhere. Mind you, we see these executive orders going through and everything else under the sun. You have Trump supporters, as well as just bigots being really bold against refugees and Muslim Americans and everything. And the issue that John and I would like to discuss tonight is something I like to call all money ain't good money. My yeah. opinion on it, and it's one thing to get your coin, you know, from the quote unquote white dollar, if you will, because we know white supremacy is prevalent everywhere. We get that. But at the end of the day, I mean, what's it worth? Like, what is this dollar worth to you? With with Steve Harvey and, and Jim Brown and Kanye, like, these are wealthy men. These are men who already have platforms. And they decide to meet with this man who doesn't care about them solely for the color of their skin. I'm just going to say it. Trump is a bigot. There's no way that he is not a bigot. Unless you're white or unless you're 1%, he's really not giving a damn about you. And so for these black men who met, not only are entertainers but have a platform and therefore some sort of power to now all of a sudden say or even imply that Trump face is good in any sing in any sense of the word good, it really just boggles my mind. It, it, it it's it's disappointing to say the least. Yeah. And I'm wondering, are they? Do I mean, wh what is the end game? Is this so you could get money for the black community, or is this to help your brand? I mean, what what is your end game? But yeah. that leads me into Chrisette Michelle. 
and that whole concept of all money ain't good money. And I've seen people on both sides say, no, nah, girl, get your money or other people who are kind of aligning with what I'm thinking. And we had to look at the end result. She was promised $750,000 to perform at Trump's inauguration. She got 2,500,000. <laughs> so she got short at half a mil. She never got to meet him as promised, which is not a surprise. And not only has Chrisette Michelle's family cut her off, but she had lost a Netflix deal, which was worth potentially millions. Damn. And all to perform for a man and all and all and all to perform for a monster. Cause I, I'm not I'm not granting him his man. Let care. me let me let me let me dive in there. Um yeah, you know, yeah. like Donald Trump has a penchant for snubbing folks, you know, um, he snubbed folks he don't like without question. Um, you can look at Chris without Christie. Question. He's white. He's a whole lot of white. Matter of fact, he's tons of white. Like maybe, you know, um, he's like the big pun of, of New Jersey, a white New Jersey. Good you know, night. I mean? you said big pun. This dude is big. He's fat. You know, he's like William Howard Taft fat. And um you know, and, you know, Chris Christie has his, he had his ups and downs, but when Trump came to power, you know, came, became a candidate for presidency, um, after a while, Chris Christie began like dick riding the fuck out of him. And then, um, you know, there was like this one little video where, where uh, Trump was like, all right, get out of here. When he's like buying aircraft and shit like that. And Chris Christie like walked off like a little flunky. There's nothing he can do about it. And um, the point I make, and you know, now since Trump is president, he didn't give Chris Christie a goddamn thing. He gave like Steve Bannon, right now, Steve Bannon, he went from his chief of staff, presidential chief of staff to the national director of intelligence, which scares the fuck out of me. But anyway, Chris Christie didn't get a job at all. It's like, what the fuck? You know, like, like an actual politician, he get a job at all. So he snubs Chris Christie because he doesn't like him. That's a white dude that's willing to to bend over back, bend that ass like elbow macaroni for Donald yeah, Trump. Nice. He has. Right. No, you proved that. All right. Well, um, I, I get your point. To expand on what you're talking about, Johnny, in, in terms of people bending over backwards and apparently from all walks of life, like, what is your end game? Like, you, you say you want to bridge the gap between this current presidential administration and other communities and stuff like that, but like, you could sort of see that argument with the likes of Chris, Chris Michelle and Steve Harvey. But what I gap does he see? What, what, well, but I mean, in terms of bridging the gap, in terms of like, you know, from a racial background, I'm talking about people bending over backwards with him. And it's like, I could see it from a racial background and trying to get him to like really acknowledge, like, hey, we got some issues going on in the black community in you know Flint, Michigan and stuff like that so I could arguably see that what's Christie got to bend over backwards for he's white and he might not be top top 1% but he's up there so going to your point in terms of getting snubbed and everything that's I mean it just it, he it snubs how hateful it just, it just you said what he snubbed bigger players in the game so what makes you think that he, he sees he really something new. like okay like, like, like yeah. a number number two um you know I don't even know he's Tanuki. You know, he, there's a man out there who has a Tanuki suit glued on his skin. His name is Damn. David fucking Clark. And uh um, about that, that uh that police sheriff? 
Yeah, the guy in the Midwest, you know, that guy in Milwaukee. Is he in the Midwest? Is he? Oh, yeah, he's a Milwaukee dude. You know, who keep on, uh, he'd be like, uh, keep on dying that beard with his little bitch ass mom. Anyway, that this young who keeps on inking his goddamn beard, beard the size they got of it, they got him his chin about leash. the size of an elbow. Uh, now, yeah. he was looking to be. After Dick riding Trump, he was looking to be uh, maybe the sec def or uh, Homeland Security um, top, right? And uh, he didn't get the job either. He got snubbed. You know what I mean? So if this is a black, if this is a coonerific motherfucker right here, top coon of the entire United States, without question. Top three easily. He got snubbed by Donald Trump. What the fuck makes you think that he's gonna listen to you, Chrisette Michelle? Chrisette Michelle, she calls herself a D-list uh, celebrity herself. She called herself that. So if you know you're a D-list celebrity, you know celebrity, mind you, you're not. You're not cracking. You're not cracking open skulls and sending folks to prison and jail. You know, like this coon motherfucker, like this driver slave motherfucker. Why would he listen to you? You know what I mean? It, it, I think that a lot of her uh, nonsense is pot, like the thing she did at the best breakfast club was a lot of posturing. You know, she tried to sound like uh, she tried to I sound noble. I, I went I, I skimmed I through it. You ain't missing much. She kept on saying that she's uh, no political genius. And, you know, ignorance is not an excuse. I'm not. Time I, out, I, time I really out, time out, time like, out. Well, wisdom, I mean, she's no political genius. OK, so what is political? Wisdom. What does political genius have anything to do with just common knowledge of the fact that, yeah, Hillary wasn't the best candidate that the Dems could have had? Not even close. Not and not even close. And we've critiqued that many a times on yeah. in private and in public between you and me, as well as uh, other of our followers. But to be ignorant to trump and his quote-unquote policy like come on now like you're, not, you're absolutely it, it, she back she backpedaled better than uh richard sherman tonight at the, uh, at the pro bowl i just saw him get an interception like she and he just he just backpedaling back then interception she did better than him <laughs> backpedal like uh that, that one white chick that was like swimming in the uh caribbean swimming off the coast of florida a couple of years ago listen listen <laughs> <laughs> backpedal like a like a shipwreck hurricane victim yeah she Basically. um yeah ignorance is not an excuse you know and i hate how i really i despise how recklessly oblivious she acts like she's all innocent and big-eyed and you know like big doe-eyed about it and everything else it's like my, my parents disown me good good you know i would love to shake your parents hand Matter of fact, uh, yeah. I'll shake your parents' hand. They can come to the picnic. You can't. Yeah, like they're, they are, your parents uh, are on my Christmas gift list this year. You know, fuck. I mean, so, you're not a. Of course, just, I mean, that's the best thing a parent can do. You're, you're lucky they didn't take your life. You're lucky they didn't do like a, a 80 second term abortion on your ass because that, right? I mean, that, that level of stupidity is, is beyond just, it's beyond family. You, you, you didn't. You, there's never been, there never been a, uh, a guy ever since Goldwater in the seven, like 60s, 70s, mm -hmm. who become president that's so Jim Crow-ish, that is so, you know, Afrophobic, you know, um, 
there's never been a person that went so hard in the paint for white supremacy more than Donald Trump. Once again, he put in he put in um, a neo-Nazi uh, propaganda pro- propaganda artist propagandist on top of the the you know the director of national intelligence. This is a guy that creates conspiracy theories against black people and Jews, and he, and he, and he enabled this guy to have like every single NSA, you know, beacon, every single, um, you know, aerial satellite in the, every single spy, every single spook, this guy is in charge of all of that shit. He directs it as a national, national director of intelligence. He put that guy, you know, a a neo-Nazi, an Americanized, radicalized Nazi, in charge of that. Bunk all that. You know, what makes you think? He's putting people, yes, bunk all that. He's putting people in charge. The only thing you have to know in terms of his campaign and everything else under the sun, the man was supported by the KKK actively and openly on his campaign trail. Yeah, you, you think that's like on, a fluke, on the, you know what I mean? On the I mean, strength of that, on the strength of that alone, why why even perform? Why even sit down with him? The thing that really makes me... <laughs> I'm listening. The thing he's mad about uh, about uh, homeboy in the Breakfast Club, um, Charlemagne, right? Is that he he handles over a damn fool. He handles over kids' gloves, man. I, she could have been on my show, man. Cause I'm asking some difficult questions. questions but, th- but think about it. But, but think about it. This is here. But this the same fool who was kissing ass for Tommy Loren, whatever Larue, La, La, whatever. You mean big forehead blonde chick? You know, on Blaze, yeah. Her hairline goes so far back and almost stopped. And, Col- uh, and Coulter's cousin. That's who the hell he yeah. was in her for. So I'm not even, I'm not surprised he didn't go hard Man. on her, Chrisette Michelle. Tommy Lauren's uh, hairline goes so how far you, back. How do you, how do you say her last name? Lauren? Lauren. Lauren I say Lauren. Lauren. That's what it sounds like with the H there. Her hairline goes so far back, it travels by steam engine. A big ass forehead, man. You ain't right for that. Man, her hairline, <laughs> her hairline goes further, like like farther back, like cat, you know, the back seats of Cadillacs, man. Anyway, um, yeah, he's a fool for that. But man, the Christmas shit, it really baffles me how you she you cannot pretend that you're that dumb, you know. Um, for black people to live in the United States, there is to understand racism, to understand systemic ra- racism, it's a defense mechanism that's damn near genetically ingrained. So there like you have to suppress it actively, you know, pretty much pretend it's not there in order to move forward as she did, as she did, you know, I, to willfully know. perform. And, and here's my thing. I don't know if she's trying to be an individual or whatever, because there were a lot of stars that rejected performing at Trump's show. Oh, you know, a lot I of people that did. Re- that have they like he's for you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But principles. So she's less principled than uh, many of these white uh, performers out there. That's what. That's pretty much what I got from that. Here's a question for you, and this is something that my frat brother actually brought up, uh, Rich Stevens the yeah. second, root to the breath. He brought it up, and he said he wouldn't mind talking to Trump. So as long as there was a game plan in mind and so as long as he was getting paid X amount of dollars per hour meeting with him. But then but there was going to be some understanding with it. 
how do only, you feel about that? Only way that I'll I'll um I'll act, actually meet Trump if they have the ability to slap him in his face and it's on now national te- is on international television. It's the only you way. Know that you know that ain't. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm sorry if I. I'm sorry, family, if the folks come down and kick my door down for me, but, you know, it's a slap in the face, you know. I mean, it's not like he's getting punched like Rich, Richard Spencer, which is still – Who has gotten deserved. hit twice, and it is still hilarious, and those aren't <laughs> even hard hits. Yeah, that was great. funny. But um, I wish I would have caught that. Oh, my God, I wish I would have caught that. If I had that photo, ugh. oh, man. Um, you would have, like, been there and everything. Yeah, I was been there for that. Cause I was in the city. I was there for a, a riot. You sure were. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, epic. Man, um, I should have stayed the whole night. But um, it's just, that's the only way I can visit, meet him. It's like, well, I mean, the super service will probably yank me up and shit like that, and I'll probably go to jail for a bit. But Yeah, can we not, be, like, get you arrested for just nah, for, right. for exercising that would be rights? Anyway. Yeah, but that would be definitely worth it. Just slap him in the face. Just insult. I, it's an insult physical strike that's that's that'd be great anyway um uh let's slide into um kanye west and steve harvey man steve harvey he got hit pretty hard and and deservingly so because my thing is like you come you come out of that meeting and he (sighs) bro harvey just he he is severely disappointed me like you come out the meeting and it's like, it's one thing to be humble and really try to look at the heart of a person. But you've seen what this man has run on. You've seen the policies that he's trying to enact. You you see the character of this monster. And I just, for you to come out and in any tone assume that this is going to be good. And you're like, yeah, I mean, he's a good guy. And did it, like, there's no way you weren't tap dancing, bro. Like, it's just, it's not. There's utterly no way, shape, or form you weren't tap dancing. Hey, you remember that joint that happened with uh, this one dude named Jeremy Johnson? Oh, could we not bring that up tonight? Oh, um, forgive me, but you know um, <laughs> the guy—the guy's a very smooth-talking guy. You know, um, he's a pathological um, narcissist in himself, and he feels that he can talk his way out of anything because he's really good at that. So um, when I when I approach this guy with the problems with the with the, with the uh, the very intrusive and uh, abusive, you know, things that he's done. Um, he pretty much tried to caress the situation. So we, I'm, and, I, and I point out the fact that, hey, I'm a, um, you know, I, I have this background, right? And um, that's not going to work on me. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. the point I'm getting at is that, you know, the same way that I can I, I identify, you know, I, I profile, I identify folks, I act accordingly. Like these are things you're good at. They're, this is and this is why it's not gonna work for me because I already I'm aware of it. Um, Donald Trump is a businessman. His job, like you know, despite the fact he had many businesses that fail, but to the core of his character, of his disposition, he has the ability to walk into a room and make people like him, or walk into a room and make people agree, walk to a room and make people part with their money. So. In this case, part with their credibility. So, knowing that Donald Trump's a businessman, and you walk to a room and he talk, he sweet talks you, he caresses the situations like that. He walk out there and you sit there and say, you know what? This is a really good man. This is a really good guy. 
don't you like think in the back of your head like well wait a minute this guy's a businessman he's used to walking to a room you know pressing situations you know negotiating and twisting and turning things in his favor of course i like him he's not gonna be an asshole when he's trying to sell something how come what, steve harvey and which black dude don't think that way but i do it don't take it don't take like you know you know freaking you know like operation enduring freedom freaking military freaking experience to 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 have this common sense you know is this something that i imagine that a very a business savvy person himself should know like okay um, i just right. got out of the room with a businessman who's like you know saying all his racist shit of course he's not gonna of course he's trying he walks in a room to sell something he sold himself he sold the idea of trump the end why don't you see through that facade and and, and then and then act accordingly versus the only the only the only logical explanation behind that has nothing to do or very little to do with uplifting the community that needs it. And it has more than likely to do with trying to get more dollars in your pocket. Now, what you do with those dollars in your pocket is a whole different can of worms. But even then, that just goes back to my concept of all money ain't good money. Try and, you know, brown it. <laughs> you know, try to get some uh, drug money and then like sell turkeys and you know, Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's I'm sorry. Say it again trying to Nino Brown it, you know, sell drug money and then uh, buy a bunch of, a whole bunch of turkeys to throw them out to the community and shit on Thanksgiving. There's a slightly different, it's, it's slightly different than that, but I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not feeling it. You know, I'm a consequentialist, so um, to make it short, my, my political philosophy, which kind of like goes into life as well, is that I'm a, I'm a, a means justifying the ends type of guy. And um, I'm, and that kind of puts me in a gray area where I can function like a bad guy. I can be ruthless. I can do like I, because my um, my morality is based on the means just fighting justifying the end. But being that I'm that type of person, even I, you know, I observe and pretty much agree that the means do not do <laughs> the means are too terrible to uh, facilitate the end. You know, the means are too terrible. To, that's, to, and, and that's like the to point. kill your own credibility. I think the reason why Steve Harvey's response, the response to Steve Harvey is more worse than the one with Kanye, because it's a it's a it's a it's a continual thing. First it was Kanye, then it was uh first it was uh Ray Lewis and them. Then you know, we they were Snooky, Lewis, Ray, they already been cooning. You had Kanye, we're like, okay, Kanye has always been crazy, doing some dumbass shit. And then you have um, Steve Harvey, you know, we're, we're like, oh, hell nah. And then it was Chris and Michelle, we're like, oh, double hell nah. You know, but, it's, it's getting worse. It's so accumulative and it's 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 trauma. It's traumatic. It's, 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 it's traumatic, but I will say, it's traumatic, but I will say this. Yeah. And this is and this is where I'm gonna throw it out there. And of course, I know some people are gonna be like, oh, you're pandering. And it's like, nah, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I observe. People been warned us about Steve Harvey and his foolish ways. People been warned us about Kanye and his foolish ways. So we really shouldn't have been surprised. You know the entity of people who told us about both of these black cis men? Who? Black women. Black women. 
black women. You're right, especially those they've been, they've been, exactly. They've been told us about how both of them are problematic in their own individual and unique ways, especially given their platform. Therefore, why weren't we listening to them? You know, when it came to this whole thing about meeting with Donald Trump. Now, granted, we thought that that was arguably the last thing that they would do on Earth. That still doesn't take away from the fact that they did it. And it kind of aligns with how foolish they've been since, I mean, hell, when did Kanye start dating Kim? You know, like, when did, you know, when did Steve wrote, write his book that was just supposed to be groundbreaking? Kim Kardashian is not even the type that Kanye, uh, you know, she, she don't even seem like the type that Kanye will, will run with. You know what I mean? But that's, that's, that's a whole other topic in itself. Um, I'm just yeah. saying, like we we were we've been warned. There 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 are a lot of times where we need to listen to certain oppressed populations when they give us warnings about certain individuals. And black women are usually spot on. Can't even hate on that. Yeah, they're a lot usually of- spot on when it comes to it. And when it came to Kanye, when it came to uh, Steve, when it came to Chris Brown, who, I mean, I don't know if he's getting better or not. We don't, I don't even know. You know, like when it comes to these entertainers who have these obvious problematic, toxic behavior flaws, black women been warn us about them. Yeah. I mean, what makes you, right. I mean, think about it. I mean, like, I mean, I'm, and I'm just naming the ones that off the top of my head, the people that I know that black women told me to be weary of or the, the black, that black women told folks, you know, be careful. I mean, what makes you think that, I mean, what makes you think that Chris wouldn't be on uh, on Trump's list to meet with him? Uh, Chris was? No, I'm just saying, excuse me, let me rephrase. I mean, if, what's the likelihood that Chris would meet with Donald Trump right now? I think it's, I think, I think it's possible. I, I can, I can see that. I'm just saying, and, and the other thing, going back to your businessman uh, analogy. Yeah. Businessmen that I know, business-oriented people, go to the target population that they know that they can definitely reach at first and manipulate. Why do you think he hasn't met with any of the, why do you think Trump hasn't met with any of the real activists? Like uh, Jesse Williams? Sir, he ain't met with him. <laughs> he met with him. He hasn't met with uh, who else? Um, I'm losing names right now. I'm somewhat sleepy. Um, Viola Davis. Thank you. And, and if we're talking just on the strength of entertain, yeah, and the, yeah, okay, let's go on the strength of just entertainers alone. He ain't even met with Shia LaBeouf. Shia <laughs> LaBeouf, and who's been getting arrested at his rally and stuff like. Trump is not going to meet with the people that are going to give him the criticism that he doesn't want to hear. He don't want to. He can't want to meet folks he can't control. You know, he wants to. He can't control. Yeah. And then, in, and then, in knowing that, shouldn't the likes of Donald Trump, or excuse me, shouldn't the likes of uh, Steve Harvey and Chrisette Michelle be just a little bit offended by the fact that they were quote unquote requested? If you really know what you're <laughs> getting at. Because it'd be one thing if you thought, oh, my God, it's a great honor. You know, President Obama wants me to perform for him. Duh, duh, duh. Right, because President Obama actually gives a damn about the people. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form, he does. 
Yeah, he's but not a sociopath Trump, or a psychopath. He's not. Thank you. He's not a, a pathological narcissist. He's not. He's not a narcissist. Right at all. But Trump wanting to meet with you, you should automatically be thinking there's obviously ulterior motives. But then you should automatically be thinking, oh, you think you can manipulate me? Oh, you got the game messed up. But then you also have to have some self uh, self reflection. Like, well, wait a minute, why would he call me? I mean. Because, like you said, all he is is a businessman, right? Yeah. Businessmen like to target people that are the easy, that are easier to manipulate. So, therefore, calling those people, he already thought in his mind that they'd be easy to manipulate. It's not that difficult. No, it's not. (laughs) Because, you know, if you call Yola Davis, um, it ain't happening. They're going to break his system. They're going to break his system. Mm hmm. He might, they might, that might show up dead, you know, in a, in a backseat or in a back alley somewhere. He'll, pray, he'll, get them, he'll probably not. get them assassinated. I pray not. Speaking I pray not to Speaking of assassination, he got assassinated. Be, okay, so you heard about that too. Yeah. Okay. It's like he leaked about some prostitute shit. <laughs> it's like Putin was like, no problem. I got, I got you, dog. <laughs> so Putin mm-hmm. said, that's horrible. That's some horrible shit, man. <laughs> I mean, wild, man. emails was definitely worse than this. I mean, those emails, by God, just definitely. You saw uh, Hillary's emails? Or the... yeah. yeah, well, sarcasm included, of course. But yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, because I just saw a meme recently uh, with Hillary sipping some tea, and it's like, don't call me now. Y'all was worried about just some emails, and I laughed. And I <laughs> laughed. And I heartily laughed. Yeah. All right. Um, another uh, Tanuki suit. Uh, Tanuki chick is a uh, Tanuki Dash, Stacy Dash. She um she spent pretty much a good amount of time um you know being a uh, vessel of um, Afrophobic hatred to the black community for Fox News. The moment Trump got <laughs> in, she got like her truck contract was up, and they just let her go. I wouldn't want to say fire, fire, but they didn't, but they, they didn't care to, to renew the contract. Right. So, uh, take that as you will. I, th- I find it kind of funny because here you have a black chick sitting there all night and day ranting and raving about how Donald Trump's going to, going to have create all these jobs. He's gonna create all these jobs, more jobs here, more jobs there. Right. And then she loses hers by the time he gets elected. The moment he gets elected, she loses her job irony yeah the irony is thick enough you thick enough in the room you can cut it with a chainsaw it's thick very like very well i'm gonna conclude uh, with this i i had a short time tonight but i I already won but i'll I'll conclude with this once again it kind of goes to that it all ties back into this notion all money ain't good money yeah I mean, if you have certain political views that may not, quote unquote, align with what we would deem, I guess, quote unquote, traditional blackness or what we have viewed blackness in an American lens, which we need to redefine anyway. Yeah. When it comes to the likes of Stacey Dash, when it comes to the likes of Chrisette Michelle, Harvey, Kanye, you really have to ask them at the end of the day, like, bro, was it really worth it? Was, was this money good enough? Because at the end of the day, you have the, 
you don't have the one thing that they have that they can fall back on to quote unquote protect them in this system. And they have whiteness. I'm not saying you have to just fall in line with the rest of us black folk. If you want to be an individual, I actually want you to have differing views than me. Yeah. But it's one thing to have. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's one thing to have different. But if you have views that basically are counterproductive to even your existence, was that was that dollar amount was that was that dollar amount even worth it? No matter if it was two hundred fifty thousand versus seventy five thousand, I mean, what dollar amount is worth your existence or you or your dignity in regards to your, your credibility for that? I mean, you know, blunt credibility. People can can lose their credibility any day of the week. Like that that can happen. I mean, we saw. I mean, we saw that you just mentioned Jeremy. He lost all credibility the minute he got exposed. Credibility is yeah. not the credibility isn't the, the the issue I'm worried about. Where is your dignity? Where is your where is the pride in self? Self respect when you're na- when you're navigating whiteness in in America. So that's why I like I just keep going back to that concept. Was that money? Was is any dollar amount worth your humanity, or at least the perception of your humanity to somebody who doesn't see you as human? You couldn't pay. I'm my frat brother. He's better than me, and I get where his concept was. You know, meeting with Trump with an idea in mind to actually discuss certain concepts and things of that nature to get his message out there and then contractually it has to be in there you are paying me X amount of dollars and it's going to be buku money per hour dog is better than me and on the strength on the strength of the fret I would roll with him just because of that but personally I'm not sitting down with the white supremacists I'm not there yet like I'm not I'm not sitting down with the white supremacists I'll square up with one if need be self-defense but as far as sitting down across the table and trying to find common ground, what common ground can I find with somebody who does not like me or respect me or my humanity for the color of my skin? Uh, well, like going back to Chris and Michelle, there she was as a black woman, as an Afro-American woman. She thought that Two she can strikes be a, against her on a she strength. thought Yeah, she thought that she can be that ever so obedient Negro that servile, obedient Negro will sing, entertain, to dance and sing for a white supremacist, and then everything's gonna be okay. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, it makes no sense, but that's what she's trying to sell. What makes you think as a black person that obedience is going to win the game? It has not thus far. You know, um, like they, but, you know, they, they tell us to I'll win. This. We win still don't get no respect. I mean, President Obama, like when he became president, that should, that, you know, technically that should have ended racism as is based on how white folks operate. You know, like, oh, this person, like black folks are lazy. Well, it can't be, this guy became president. I mean, that's a lot of work. But think about it. But think about it. It's an illusion. Everything it is an illusion. Things. No. It is an illusion. And kind of going off of that point right there, I mean, but even then, what you just said, that whole, that misconception that you know black folks are lazy is like well he became president it's like but notice how they try to go 
they don't even want to claim him as black in that regard. Like how selective they are with that. Like, like oh, well, he's not fully black. So I mean, that was his white side not being black. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very it's, selective. It goes to the it goes to the illusion that you're speaking of. It definitely does. Yeah, it's like, like it's fake. It's, it's nonsense. It's well, malarkey. Like well, fighting. I'm gonna say. let you go, brother. All right. But like I said, it. Say, uh, sorry, I gotta cut it short tonight. But uh, it's all good. I just what what dollar amount is really worth your humanity or or i mean what what dollar amount i mean i i don't have one there's there's no dollar amount that anybody could pay me to try and sit across the table of a white supremacist and his lackeys who are more like a white supremacist to try and find quote unquote common ground you can't you can't sell me your you can't sell me an image of your character that is counter to the image that you already sold to the American people that voted for you, who are 60%, over 60% white men, over 50% white women, over 30% Latino men and women, or excuse me, Hispanic men and women. Like the image that you sold them was based on hate. So there's no way you could flip the script. It's like, oh, that was just a joke. It's not a joke to me. You know what I, I mean, because my humanity is not a joke. It is only way like I thought about it now. The only way that, you know, seriously, only way that uh, well, slapping in the face is serious. But, you know, but more but more productive, I'll say the only way I can meet him and like entertain Donald Trump is if if I make a proposition, pretty much, you know, an ultimatum. You get rid of this or you undo this. You stop doing this and that things like that. Then I'll entertain. Then I'll sing and dance. Then I'll whatever else. And I put it in a contract or something that's law law abiding. Like law abiding, and um, yeah, that's the only way. Like, you know, look at it. Look, he's a businessman, I'm a business now, I'm a businessman, you know. So, you know, either you, you, you but I'm gonna tell you Steve why Bannon, that you remove Steve Bannon, blah blah blah, and it's like, I mean, <laughs> shit like that, which probably still won't work, but that would be where my mind is. I wouldn't sit there and just, just gleefully, uh, with nothing in return but a few damn pennies, do anything. No, I'm like, this is where I stand. That 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 dirty motherfucker needs to go. But I'm gonna tell you why that would never work in this system. Yeah, it won't. And then I'll let you go. Yeah. It's never gonna work in the system because white men like him hate to be controlled. That's true. Oh, by far. You enjoy your night, brother. <laughs> I got right. to let you go. Most deaf man. Peace and blessings to your followers and everything, and uh, I'll be in touch. Most deaf. Most deaf. All right, peace out. All right, peace. All right, everybody, that was Malcolm Bevel. And uh, you can find him on um, Love Life of an Asian Guy. You know, he's one of the uh, he's lead moderator, lead admin of uh, that page on Facebook. Or you can find him by his Facebook page himself, you know, Malcolm Bevel. Yeah. Um, well, folks like Percet Michelle, I, I believe that, you know, the the response that Steve Harvey and Chrisette Michelle are getting far more strict, far more, you know, far more severe because we as black folks are beginning to get tired of, of these people doing these things, of these folks caping for white supremacists, caping for white supremacy, despite, despite what the black community needs, you know, so. What I what I would state, what I would suggest is that we keep it up. We 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 turn the fire up. We turn the heat up 
on these folks who keep on doing these things because honestly, neither you or I need it. We don't need, we don't need black folks to keep on caping for white supremacists and stuff like that. We don't. So with that being said, I have to say that it's about that time. Thanks for joining us. Before you leave, if you like what you heard, click like and subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or Blueberry, wherever you go for your podcast. Do not let this be the last time we hear from you or you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, Afro Sapiophile. And if you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202-854-1996. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfroSapiophile.com for everything pertaining to intelligent black thought in these trying times. This is Johnny Silvercloud, the Vicious Abolitionist, signing out.